to Confessions of an Obese Child. This is a podcast that deals with early childhood trauma, disordered eating, binge eating, and more. We discuss self-loathing, triggering to binge eating, and then many post-weight loss topics like survivor's guilt, the body positive movement, and more. And we interview formerly overweight children as well. So please join us for another episode of Confessions of an Obese Child. Hello, everybody. This is Gregory, and welcome back to Confessions of an Obi Shaw, concurrent with The Awakened Man. I hope you're doing well today. We have not done a Confessions episode in a few months, so I thought it'd be good to do one here. We had talked about, not that long ago, I don't know if it was at this feed or over at The Awakened Man, about Gwyneth Paltrow being shamed for being healthy and fit and able to wear a bikini at age 50. She was on some podcasts where they described her diet, and she talked about her diet being mostly... A lot of bone broth, working on her microbiome, eating lots of fruits and vegetables, fasting and all these things. And she was getting shamed by all these overweight people. And I just found it to be quite frustrating. And then we did an episode about Sam Smith, the singer who's really gone off into the kind of like goth, satanic, dark kind of aspects of his music, how he's gained a lot of weight and how... The body positive movement, I think, prevents a lot of these these celebrities like Sam Smith or or others to just being honest and just saying, yeah, I've gained weight. I've been in a dark place. I'm going to try to lose weight, da, da, da. Because you can't say that, right? You can't say that. You have to say, being fat, even though it shortens my life expectancy, is great. I love being fat. I love not being able to find clothes. I love people rejecting me because of my roles of fat. I love it, right? But nobody nobody believes that. Everybody knows that's complete horse crap. But that's what the body positive movement has done. So people like Sam Smith, the singer, have to spin that because he might offend some people and therefore it can affect his record sales. So it's refreshing to see somebody like Mike and Molly's Billy Gardell lose 150 pounds and he's just honest about it. So if you're not familiar, Mike and Molly was a show that had Melissa McCarthy, and it was on about eh, about 10 years ago, and it ran on CBS, and he played Mike. And he recently has lost 150 pounds. And I'm going to kind of quote off of People Magazine and talks about what, like I want to quote him uh, properly. He said, quote, This is after he lost the weight. I think you got to find peace with yourself and at some point look in the mirror and go, you know, it's probably time to take care of you. I didn't get that note early on. So I'm a big believer that when you get it, you get it. It doesn't matter when as long as you get it. While the sitcom star joked about the little things he didn't like dealing with because of his new weight, probably has rolls of fat, I'm imagining, He said that for the most part, it's all good. One advantage is the ability to shop at more clothing stores. He said, quote, it's been a real gift on top of all the health stuff. That was a big thing he added. Gardell revealed that his type 2 diabetes is now gone. No diabetes. Resting heartbeat went from 113 to 68. Walking around pretty healthy these days. So before we keep going what he says about his diet and so forth, Look! Look at look at the introspection here. I think that you got to find peace with yourself, and at some point, look in the mirror and go, you know, it's probably time to take care of you. And I didn't get that note early on, so I'm a big believer that when you get it, 
you get it. It doesn't matter when, as long as you get it. Now, this goes against the body positive mindset because there's nothing wrong with being fat. Oh, it shortens your life expectancy at least 10 years. Shut up, Gregory. That's the body positive movement. If you really love somebody who's overweight, you tell them, look, telling you that it's okay to get fat, which means you're likely going to get fatter in the long run is not helping you. And it's not true love and charity. True love and charity is saying you need to lose weight. I'll help you. Let's get it done. And so Gardell was morbidly overweight. And I don't know if it was affecting his career because you know, he was getting roles as the fat, funny guy. We, we always have that role for that guy in Hollywood, the fat, funny guy. I wanted to let you know about the other feeds that we have here at the Eclectico Gregorio channel. We have the Awakened Man, which has been around since the spring of 2017, which mostly focuses on having men and women reach their full potential by knowing about toxins in the food, big pharma cover-ups, and ways to biohack your life. We also have the Female Holistic Health Apothecary, which is a channel that originally started as an essential oils channel. And there's about 65 essential oils that are broken down over there. And then more recently, about two years ago, I just pivoted and made it more about female holistic health and naturopathic health because I'm a big proponent of let food be thy medicine and medicine be thy food. And lastly, we have the Confessions of an Obese Child feed which I started in January 2017, which chronicles what it's like to be an overweight child. I was an overweight child and I lost over 100 pounds and kept it off for 30 plus years. So it's a channel, like if you have disordered eating or had a dysfunctional childhood, how to deal with that, how to, how to function with that, and also discusses and I interview various people that have a similar background of dysfunctional childhood, binge eating, binge drinking, and how to deal with that. And there's a lot of great interviews over there. So those are the three other feeds at the Eclectico Gregorio channel. Well, let's get back to the show. But I think at one point he realized, like, I don't really care. My career is not as important because I might die young. And he just didn't like the way he looked. He probably didn't like the the kind of the, the ancillary negative effects of morbid obesity. He's been with the same wife for 20 years. He has a child, at least one child. But he just didn't like the way he looked. So he's like, at some point, I got to make a change. So he made a change. Now, in full disclosure, he didn't lose the weight all natural. He did do gastric bypass, which I've talked about right here before. Is that a good way to lose weight? I would tell you, whatever way you can lose the weight is a good way to lose the weight. There are some side effects of gastric bypass, and there's different types of gastric bypass. We're not going to get into the specifics of it. I mean, to, to have one done, unless they've changed this recently, you do have to get a mental health check by a psychologist because there is a higher rate of suicidal ideation. And we know that there are complications of this. Sometimes, depending on which procedure you get, you have to get you have to get it readjusted, and you can't eat a lot of food. And lots of times, you're dealing with nausea and other problems like that. But when you are morbidly overweight, like 150 pounds overweight, probably oh, look. I'm sure there's people who've just done straight fasting and just changing their fundamentally changing their life and, and so forth, their exercise, their eating routine, and doing the deep work, getting to the childhood trauma that led to the disordered eating in the first place. I'm sure there's people who've done that. But in this case, when you are that morbidly overweight, it's, you know, do whatever you need to do. So he does gastric bypass and he dropped all of this weight. He dropped all this weight. So let's continue what he says. He's on this show called Bob Hart's Abishola. Don't know what that is. I guess it's on CBS. As for his diet, he says, quote, I go small, but I eat very healthy. I eat like 
all the people I used to make fun of to be honest, he eats healthy. But Gardell isn't missing on any of the foods he used to consume telling the outfit, I've got my fill and now I'm at a place where I can have a couple of bites of something decadent if I want. However, Gardell said he continues to receive criticism no matter his weight. Quote, of course, there's always people online that when I was heavy, they were like, you're too heavy. And now it's like, are you sick? Can I just walk through the earth, please? He's getting fit shamed. We've talked about that when Adele, when Adele lost her weight, she got fit shamed. When Rebel Wilson, the actress, Australian actress, lost her weight, she got fit shamed. Why would you fit shame people who are trying to be healthy? It's because the people who are fit shaming them are unhealthy and fat and overweight. And it's always casting a light on you. When other people succeed in something and you're not, it makes you think you look bad. And so when people succeed in something, they're just really dealing with envy, jealousy and envy because they couldn't do it or they haven't done it yet. On what he has learned since striving for a healthy lifestyle, Gardell told Entertainment Tonight, quote, self-care is important. I think I finally got there. My last vice I got left is still smoking cigarettes, but I'm working on that one. Well, then the cigarettes probably help with the weight loss. I have a child, and as you hit 50, you start doing that dad math. Like, if I can live another 25 years, he'll be 40. So I want to be there for him. Gardell then revealed that he went underwent gastric bypass operation two years ago after backing out twice before. Quote, the only thing I would say is understand that the operation is not the end, it's the beginning. That's right. That's absolutely true. Quote, because what you have to commit to the other side is that what you need to look at. If you're not willing to commit to that routine, don't do it. But if you're ready to commit on that on a daily basis, proof is in the pudding. Because as he mentioned, you know, there is going to be a drastic lifestyle in terms of what you can eat and what you can't eat. And as I mentioned, some of the, the, the side effects of, of the, the, the bypass surgery. When asked why he couldn't undergo the weight loss surgery the first two times, Gardell explained, I couldn't, quote, I couldn't even get my head around that. But as my knees started to hurt more, as my blood numbers started to get worse and worse, you know, in the life, sometimes you have to surrender. Quote, Asking for help is the thing people are most terrified about, but is the very thing where strength is born, in my opinion. When you get where you are strong enough, say, quote, I can't do this on my own, then the troops come up over the hill. So look, I would tell him this. Kudos for you for hitting that point. He talked about his knees, and I'm just sure he was tired of being the fat guy. He was just tired of being the fat guy. And like I talked about early on in Confessions back in 2017, what was my tipping point of when I decided to lose the weight? Because my parents had taken me to dietitians and numerous plans, Jenny Craig, Weight Watchers, and I would still binge eat because I loved the food more than I loved myself. So everybody reaches a tipping point, And sometimes you don't even know there's a tipping point. You don't know that there's a rock bottom. For me, it was, oh, look, Coach my PE coach was telling me that, oh, I was going to die young. Yeah, but people had told me I was going to die young before. And for me, it was, oh, I lost three or four pounds. It was mostly water weight. In retrospect, they gave me a little momentum to keep doing it. And so I kept doing it and doing it and so forth. So with Gardell, who knows what his tipping point was, but he finally decided to do it. And kudos to him because he is openly going against what the body positive people will tell you to do. But the body bodies of people don't care about you. Just like the transgender people don't care about Caitlyn Jenner. They're just using Caitlyn Jenner to push their ideology, push their agenda. 
ultimately they don't care you're just you're just being used you're an avatar so to speak and so when it comes to all the other fat actors fat actresses like lizzo and all these who still push the body positive movement i'm fat and i'm sexy no i mean look we we've done an episode here that 50 percent of americans who are overweight would give up and surrender one year of their life if they could be thin 20 percent said they would change out their regular kid if they had a regular kid for a special ed kid if they could be thin same amount said they'd rather lose a limb than be fat so no the the studies are clear anecdotal or otherwise people rather be thin so the body positive movement pushes people that it's okay to be unhealthy which shortens their life expectancy because again what else are you going to do if morbid obesity is so pervasive the average woman's five three and a half and weighs 170 pounds you have to find a way to spin it and you'll say oh it's for the mental health it's not good for overweight people to be bullied newsflash this is in the 1980s when i was fat there was a lot of bullying and if you want to know the bullying back then go go through the back catalog of confessions of an obese child but nowadays most people are not really bullied for being overweight because it's so pervasive they're not bullied at school as much am i saying that people don't make comments to fat kids fat teenagers no i'm not saying that is there not some cyberbullying? sure but it's not nearly as bad as it used to because back then it was a minority group that were really fat now tons of people are fat but ultimately gardell is being honest and i've talked about like kirstie alley may she rest in peace and oprah and these other ones who Early on, they're like, oh, I'm fat and I'm loving it. Then later on, they lose the weight. They crash diet. Then they're on People Magazine again. And they always backtrack. I'm like, yeah, back then I wasn't, I was in a dark place in my life. I wasn't taking care of myself. But now I love myself. Yeah, see, the whole time you wanted to be thin, but you had to spin it. You had to spin it. And Gardell, at least, is being honest. He's like, yeah, I wasn't happy the way I was. I was diabetic, unhealthy, going to an early grave. And I finally looked in the mirror and realized that I had to make a change and he made a drastic change with having surgery and he reached that conclusion and kudos to him doesn't mean that his future is rosy I've talked about before that 80% of people who lose 50 pounds or more regain it why because people have typically the self-restraint to lose weight to crash diet or to do a bypass but they don't change the fundamental relationship they have with food they still have a disordered relationship with food they still will connect emotions to food so if i'm sad i'm gonna go binge eat if i'm happy i'm gonna go binge eat if i'm tired i'm gonna go binge eat they still turn to food or alcohol to numb the pain to soothe the pain and typically this this pain comes from childhood trauma our relationship with food needs to be though and i've mentioned this before like the way a dog handles food your dog oh hungry goes up to the food eats a little oh no longer hungry walks away from food and if you're fat you have a disordered relationship with food because you wouldn't be fat if you had an ordered relationship with food you turn to food to soothe the pain just like when i was five six years old i turned to food to soothe the pain because of my dysfunctional childhood so that's the goal but this is the reason why most people regain the weight is because they can crash diet but ultimately they fall back into their bad vices their bad habits and that typically means junk food eating, stop exercising, depression, and all these other things. And then the next thing they've regained the weight. And this is why yo-yo dieting is so pervasive. I mean, you see this kind of paradox how gym membership is the largest it's ever been. 
health foods are the largest they've ever been in terms of consumption. But obesity is also the highest it's ever been. How does that work out, right? And, and we've talked about here, Weight Watchers, it's a, a gigantic scam, how, how they're a scam because they know their business model works because when people lose weight under Weight Watchers, they attribute it to Weight Watchers. And then when they gain the weight back, they don't blame Weight Watchers, they blame themselves. And then what do they do? Go back to Weight Watchers. So you mean you're always getting the return customers, always. So look, in closing, Gardell, I'm happy you lost the weight. I'll pray that you can keep it off. And I think it probably does help that you've had gastric bypass because you really can't eat large portions. But I mean, there's people who do drastic things if they really feel that they haven't conquered their demons. And if Gardell and others who were overweight, who lost weight, have not conquered your demons, you will likely regain it. You can only do calorie in, calorie out so much. And I would tell Gardell, look, you've lost the weight. Look at pictures of him. He's got the loose skin like I did, the bloopy and all that. And he, he's going to have to have some time of adjustment because as I mentioned before, you just, when you lose the weight, it's like, oh, look, no, no, I'm a regular weighted person. But I, inside, you still feel like the fat person because your whole life, that's what you were. And so it takes time to adjust. It takes time to adjust to your new body. And it can be very hard for people to make that adjustment because you still think you're the fat piece of crap. And so a lot of the personal decisions you make, personal life, work choices, are still kind of impelled by the fat person in you. And the fat person in you lacks confidence. So like part of you is like, I want to be a doctor. No, you can't be a doctor. You're just a fat piece of crap. And then you look in the mirror, people look at you and they don't, they don't know your past. They're like, you're just a normal weighted guy. You look normal, but deep down, not that deep down, you still think you're the fat piece of crap because you haven't change that paradigm and it takes time so i will tell all you guys who are going through this be patient be patient be patient check the back episodes of confessions because i talk about it quite a bit in the i don't know what 60 episodes that we have here in the last seven years and that might help you but congratulations to billy gardell and i hope all of you who are overweight will truly do what is loving and charitable to you and find the the, the ability the courage the gumption whatever it is to lose the weight because in the long run that's the best thing for you guys until next time take care god bless go check out the cinema rag my new movie podcast and pray thanks for listening to another episode of confessions of an obese child if you'd like to reach us find us at our facebook page naturopathic earth radio and holistic health news until next time take care 